0: Hi, y'all. It's Craig here. I just wanted to drop in before the episode to give a quick thank you to everyone who came out to our panel at Denver Pop Culture Con. We had a great time, and the audience brought some great questions and energy to the room. Special shout-outs to our Miku cosplayer in the front row and all the amazing cosplayers that we met at the con. And if you're listening for the first time, thanks for tuning in. And be sure to follow us wherever you're listening, as well as on social media at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash IWITWT, and on Twitter and Instagram at IWITWT. We've also got a new website coming up here pretty shortly that'll be launching and that'll be iwitwt.com. A couple of quick other shout outs to some mutuals on Twitter. Thanks to Death by Film Pod and the shaken not nerd podcast uh that's at death by film pod on twitter and at shaken not nerd on twitter thank you for replying to our bookmark post and it looks like the guys at shaken haven't seen it yet but we hope that you guys will listen to our spoiler free part of the episode and i think we make a pretty good case so here we go without further ado it's on with the show think about Robert Pattinson as the next Batman?
1: Is that well,
2: happening? Was yeah. that a trailer that you saw before this? No, it's, but
0: Warner Brothers announced it that, uh, Robert, that Pattinson, Robert
2: Pattinson uh-huh, is going to be the next
1: Batman. He's dark and brooding and kind of lovely and standoffish. I could see that.
2: I uh, see all it. I have to go on is Harry Potter because I've never seen a Twilight movie.
1: Okay.
0: Well, I mean, that's like honestly the one thing that no one ever is bringing up or any of the movies that he's done in like the independent the films 15 years done. since Twilight <laughs> first came know. out. Like everyone's just like the Twilight guy and it's like yeah, that was so, so long ago, and he's done so much since then, mm-hmm. which honestly I haven't seen, but like, who am I to judge, like, having not seen any of that stuff?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I saw one of them, the one where he's driving across town, and the whole movie is him in the limo driving across town. That, nobody knows what this I is. I know. It was, he ever. was really good no at it. He was right. really good. Okay. And that's what yeah. I've heard. I've, I heard that, you. Like, I've heard that. I all thought of us he in was me.
2: good in the one Harry Potter movie that he's in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that, like, his indie performances have been, like, really good, so. I think it's gonna. I think it's got potential. Harry <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: I think it's got potential, and things could happen. So who knows? Okay. Yeah, uh, that voice that you're hearing is <laughs>
3: Stephanie. Uh, that's calling. Steph. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. This isn't very formal, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) She's channeling her
0: inner, like, high school angsty teen today. (laughs) In
1: honor of today's movie.
0: And yeah, today's movie that we're doing is Book Smart. And yeah, it just came out, what, two weeks ago? Is this the second weekend of it showing? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Yeah, it's Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. Um, it's got a lot of really cool kids in it. Oh, they're not kids; they're adults. They're like
2: twenty somethings, but they're pla- but they very convincingly play teenagers.
0: I, yeah, because yeah. I definitely made a point to Google, Google the ages after. <laughs> oh, yeah, after feelings arose watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but,
4: right, uh,
0: but yeah, so Booksmart. Uh, this movie is. It's a coming of age story, it's a teen sex romp, it's all of these things, but like done mostly by like all women, like as far as directors, writers, producers, like it is a very like woman forward cast, or uh, cast and crew. Uh, And so it's really got some really cool takes on it. Um, so, we'll kick off and we are going to split it out this week. So, uh, as this movie I... is like
2: two weeks old, yeah, <laughs> so, like, yeah. We'll avoid spoilers <laughs> for the first half.
0: So, yeah, uh, before we hit our break, we'll just kind of discuss our general thoughts about the movies, uh, get into some of the earlier scenes, and kind of go from there. So, yeah, uh, the first thing that I thought was pretty great was the right off the bat, we get this. A lot of information in, like, one very quick moment of them driving the Volvo (laughs) that has, like, hot flashes are my power surges on the back. So it's like, oh, it's very clear that these are, like, kids who were, like, driving their parents' car. It's, like, an older model. If we we
2: want to get into the bumper stickers on the car, I mean, we can get into the bumper stickers on the car. That was the the main one that I noticed. Guys,
3: wait. We did not talk about the dance party before they got in the car. I wish that I had a BFF that I did a dance party with in high school.
2: Right? I think we all do. Yeah. This This is the second shot of the movie, and it's also in the trailer, so this isn't really a spoiler thing, but like, the production design, it, just, it might be even the same shooting location. I got real flashbacks to Slums of Beverly Hills, yes. if any of you have ever seen that yes. movie. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Very yep.
1: similar. Yeah, And I, I, I was watching it with Jim, and he leaned over to me during the dancing scene. He goes, oh, my God, it's you and your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we, have any sisters. <laughs> <laughs> we do dumb shit like that all the time. I know. Together. That's like, again, hey, that's, Morgan. that's one of those
0: things that definitely, like, runs this movie as far as, like, these two, like, best friends who, like, always have each other's back who, like, when the other one's, like, talking down on themselves, the other one's just like, no, you shut the fuck up and you recognize <laughs> the awesome like fucking badass bitch that you are. love
3: <laughs> how they compliment each other. Like, I... I would not have the complexes that I have today if I had a BFF that told me how fucking awesome I am and how beautiful I am. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And Everyone like, deserves that friend.
1: Yep. And I think that that's where, where part of the reason we're doing this is, you know, it's um, Pride Month. And so, like similar to Paris is Burning. It's about community and building each other up and, like, kind of providing that space for one another, which you rarely see women doing on screen for yeah. one another. Usually it's tearing each other down. Or
3: shizzle. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, and so we definitely get this
0: really interesting scene at the first part of it where they're in, was it L, it's L.A., correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah they're in L.A. They're kind of, like, in, like, the middle, upper class kind of, Uh, you know, economic range where they go to this school where they're like yelling about like the one percenters who's is what is it Jared is that Jared. Yeah and Gigi yeah. who are like the Jared. two rich rich kids. The rich rich kids in this school where fencing is an elective. Yeah, we're you like, <laughs> where you're like, okay, they're like, oh the one percenters and like they zoom out and it's like there's literally fence two people fencing in the background yeah. as they like
4: pull up in their car <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't want to. Can we talk about Jared? Uh, I guess that's a. Spoiler. Well, we can yeah. talk about like yeah. his
3: introduction, like Jared, he is like he's the same
2: sure. actor from Santa Clarita Diet. He's like, it, like a very funny kid. Um,
3: but I'd also like to say that he is—he's like a mashup of from all the like teen party movies. Um, he completely reminds me of Seth Green. How he's like a. A white (laughs) gangster. And he thinks he's like hot shit. And he's not.
1: And he's one of the few characters we actually laugh, just full on laugh at, right? Yeah. A lot yeah, of times yeah. we he's, laugh he's, with he's characters. He's a character so we, who is meant to be a joke. Yes. Yeah. yes, we laugh at him. And we, we love it's as, like it. as
2: opposed to Gigi, who I really will get into when we get into spoilers, because, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know if you guys felt the same, like, the magical, like, magical realism vibes that were going on with this, like, yes. in, like, certain parts, but I thought well, it was really yeah, fun,
2: If yeah, but... if we're going to be talking about magical realism, that's going to get into the theory, which I will reveal
3: when yeah. we get
4: into spoilers. <laughs> (laughs) Um, I would just
3: like to say about Jared, I love the first scene where he's introduced and he has a t-shirt on that has like a picture in picture in picture (laughs) of himself. himself. (laughs) I would so have fucking done that (laughs) in high school if I wasn't such a shy little goody (laughs) two-shoes.
0: That was pretty great. And I love, uh, speaking of the teacher played by Jessica Williams. Williams. yes. Oh, Williams. she's, I wait, love wait. her so much.
3: Miss Fine. Yes, Miss Fine. She, she
0: is so fine. She is. Yeah, I mean, it's Jessica Williams, like, yes. <laughs>
2: she's was, the absolutely named Miss Fine.
0: <laughs> it was funny because I actually, um, the Sims was, like, doing, like, free, like, you could download the game for free up until, like, May 28th. And so I like downloaded it because I was like, sure, I know. I've never played The Sims before, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh cool, let's do this. Uh, and so like the first thing I do, like as I download this game and like turn it on, and it's like Jessica Williams' voice because <gasps> she's like obsessed with The Sims, and so she does like all of like the tutorial narration for it. What? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right, I would just listen to it for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she's like the cool teacher. Well, she's like the young teacher who is like. Mm, treading on boundaries at one at some point, but uh, <laughs> we're, again spoilers. But yeah, we'll get into we'll, that. We'll, we'll get into. But that she's, that, that, the she's, that, she's that But she's that teacher where it's like, oh, you can tell she like still kind of gives a fuck, but like is like still kind of like on that borderline of like, they don't pay me enough to really deal with this shit, but yeah. I do actually kind of like care for the kids who actually like who actually do give a fuck and yep. she recognizes that and sees that.
1: And she makes jokes with them about like solving the New York Times crossword yeah, like, puzzle yeah. together. Her right? introduction <laughs> is that
2: she did the New York the Thursday New York Times in 26 minutes. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I want to a... bring up one other thing about her is she has a swear jar. <laughs> Was that ever a thing in high school? No, uh, it
2: depends on your high school. It wasn't at mine.
4: Yeah, no, it was
1: they, not that, at that, mine. that never
2: would have.
3: Flown. No,
2: no.
1: Again, this is going to be. This is kind of a glossier version of. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe wealthy schools have it, but yeah, we certainly didn't know that. I'm sure they've got
0: <laughs> the right. money. So yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they only put in hundreds.
3: Yeah. <laughs> this was Cali.
0: <laughs> but then, like on the opposite end of like the spectrum from her is the principal, uh played by Jason Sudeikis, who is very much the. Like, he is, like, annoyed at how, like, ambitious and, like, (laughs) pretty much teachers petty, (laughs) like, Molly and Amy are. And they, like, anytime they come around, he's just kind of like rolling his eyes at them and you can definitely feel like the-
2: Yeah, he, it, he's so good up over with it. them in the first scene where he's like, it's the last- <laughs> Oh, again, this is in the trailer. It's like, it's the last day. Can we just not- Can you
3: just go to my aid or whoever he says? Because yeah. they wanna... just
1: deal with them
3: because I don't want to deal with your
1: shit. Yeah. Also because they want to reconcile the budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, not just
2: the budget, the budget for the student government. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, which is Nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're like, "Oh yeah, the $150 that we give you per year to do like get decorations for yeah, whatever dance." oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I was totally that
1: person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are, what are, the,
2: the, first thing like i wrote down like the first time i saw this film was like it's like super bad but with emotional relevance <laughs> Like it's like super bad if people cared and it's like it was like instead of just being goofy and funny it's actually about something and you actually feel something at the end yeah. which i
3: think is why it's um kind of a compilation of all the teeny party movies mm-hmm. um i have a list of Roll it off. Of
1: I, yeah, yeah. I, I want to yeah. hear. I want to mm-hmm. hear this. But in the meantime, Colin, can you um, repeat what you said when we left the theater? Do you remember what you said about that? You were like, "This is what happens when you put women in charge." Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's exactly what I said. I was like, wait, oh, yeah, wait,
3: so wait like, Say it again. How did it go? <laughs> this is because like, I want to have this, this recorded. This is what happens
2: when women are in charge. It's, it's like okay, yeah, if so you took super bad, but instead you put it in the hands of women, and it's a way better movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't think we mentioned at the top of
0: our episode that Steph is Colin's wife, <laughs> which is why she wanted which
3: that verbal, want recording. verbal recording <laughs> of him saying that this is what happens when women are in charge. So, so you, Steph has so, your list of movies. I have a list of movies, and I don't even think that I um, listed them all. Um, can't hardly wait. Yep with Jennifer Love huge tits. Yes. Oh. Um super bad when when Colin um asked me if I wanted to watch this. I was like, "What movie is that?" cuz I live under a rock and I don't pay attention to like what's coming out. And so we watched the trailer and he was like, "This is a um a lesbian super bad." <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um so it's it's got super bad because it's like the party, you know, High school. The whole Wasted. goal of the movie is to... we have to get to the party. Right. Yeah. Um, but then I think it has um elements of never never been kissed. hmm Um I don't remember why, but it, it does. It does. Um <laughs> clueless. Yes. Because they partied remember like Rolling with the, the homies, homies. And,
1: and also
2: just like the strong female friendships and everything, yes. yeah. And,
1: and the, the ultimate disc, you're a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> Is
3: anyone else so still so depressed that she's dead? Yeah, and yes. the circumstances
1: of her death, yeah. We're right. getting some thunderstorms here in Denver, yeah. We're if
2: you're hearing this on the recording, like it, there was thunder, and now I believe it's raining.
1: And, and now it's when lightning. we
3: got here, I took my socks and shoes off because I'm wearing pants. And it was like 75 degrees and I was dying on the drive over here. <laughs> and now it's raining. So uh, thanks, Colorado. Yep.
2: <laughs> but you've got two more movies for yep. us, right?
3: Two, uh, nope. One more movie because when I was like, all these movies and scenes were going through my head as I was watching this movie for the second time. And what I wrote down was high school movie with band camp, which means American pie. Bi-
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely a, a nice little... That's just the thing is I, I was talking with Dennis about this last night when I was like yelling at him that he needs to go watch it. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> Dennis, do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of those movies where it takes a lot of like very classic tropes, but just does it in a way where it's like, oh, this is like, like you were saying, like this is what happens when like we get women who get to tell these stories in like their ways. Like, like it's literally just like a lot of the same tropes, but with like just changing up like the bodies that are involved in it, like the different types of bodies, like the orientations, like, like all of these things are just like changed and they're done from a perspective where those people again, are telling the story that it it does something that's like different enough to where it makes those tropes enjoyable again so
1: i have a whole section in my notes called tropes that we can talk about (laughs) after the spoiler section is over for that exact reason and that for me it's like i wrote down that it's the teen sex comedy for the me too era like think of like porkies as another high school raunchy Sex teen sex comedy—that's like a masterclass in misogyny and homophobia. Oh yeah, and, like, it's and all teen sex
2: comedies from the eighties are that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Revenge yeah.
1: of the Nerds. There's a rape in it, and it's yeah. played for and laughs. Yeah, the rape is played yeah. as a joke in Revenge yes. of the Nerds. <laughs> so, like, the idea that this. I am curious to see twenty years from now, like, how this is gonna hold up and I think it's going to. <laughs> There's one part that I But like, I mean, a couple okay. we can get to that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's elast- gonna be interesting <laughs> to see this
2: movie compared to other teen sex comedies on the trajectory of where we are as a society. Because like if you look at like you're saying porkies are revenge of the nerds like teen sex comedies are like like we just said like a rapist played as a joke and like we get into the 90s and teen sex comedies are american pie and like we get into the masturbation earth, jokes like the early 2000s <laughs> and teen sex comedies are super bad and yeah. like now yeah. we're into like the second part of the 2000s and like yeah we're getting into Well, not the second part of the two thousands, but like the two. It's almost two thousand and twenty, and like we're this is like a teen sex comedy.
3: Yeah. What I would like to say about this movie and how like sex positive it is. I love. I fucking love the posters on. Is it Molly's walls? And it says, "My my body, my choice." Yeah, it's like a a woman body, like (laughs) like a drawing, and it says, "My body, my choice."
2: yeah which are like a that's like a not a new thing but it's still like as a set decoration and, and a thing of affirming you into the like world that we're living in and who these characters are it's a really well, yeah, cool
0: it's not like yeah. the again it takes like it is the naked woman on the wall poster mm-hmm. but it's like actually just <laughs> yes. like a drawing of like a nude like figure like with like yeah this message that actually empowers women instead of just being like oh yeah oh, like something body. that like these yeah, guys are like jerking just just, off to like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I we're talking about characters, and I I feel like we would be remiss if we did not bring up Alan and George because oh yes. my god the babies! oh my god just the little gay babies like they're just like they bless my heart like hey, barcelona <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes <laughs> like everything of like that like yeah that posh that yeah of course it's very la like it's very that like oh yes like we're we they literally do like a murder mystery dinner party, party for like their graduation <laughs> party like and
3: i love how when you get to that party um i forget his name but the the like harry potter looking dude because he has harry potter glasses oh yeah that that was uh, uh that's, george. That's george. george so the other guy and he alan. says yeah. it to alan he goes alan you don't you're at a ten. You don't have to. Be <laughs> I need there. you and at a, a four. No, <laughs> like that. I know and I know it
0: because I like literally said this thing verbatim like forever when like I would talk to people I was like, no, you're at a ten, ten. I need you at a two. And I was
4: like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was I was literally like shouting at the screen, I was like, I've said that verbatim. Yes. <laughs> and they're
1: so like adorable and you want to just like hug them and they're so annoying. And you when they're like doing like the so
0: karaoke great. thing, yeah. and it was like, uh, and George is like, oh well, she doesn't have very much breath control, but like she's pretty good. Like yeah. it's just like
1: those <laughs> I, I
0: love. I, 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 I would, would take like an entire ask... spin-off movie of these two characters. Yes, please.
1: I, I would do like... that as a Netflix series.
3: Yeah. yeah. I would like to ask my husband, the theater major, um, <laughs> if there were parties like that. If he went to any oh, like cast cast theater parties? like yes. Oh, yeah. There yeah. Was know, but, like... Like... No, but we did but have,
2: like, did when I was like in the theater mystery school, mystery? we did have one murder mystery party, but everyone got drunk before we did <laughs> the thing. <theater. laughs> So, like, every, we, we assigned parts and everything. Like, everybody got parts, but, like, we had, like, a giant jug of wine, and everybody got drunk before we actually started doing the murder mystery thing. So, Which is also classic. You know, like, that's, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah.
0: That yeah. was the thing is, like, uh, that, that's the thing I love about this movie is it does take, like, all of these groups. And, again, high school is so much different than when I was in high yes. school. But, like, even then it was, like, there's, like, all of these kids where it's, like, All of these people are, like, kind of, like, in media and movies giving these perspectives, like, oh, yeah, these are, like, the losers who are, like, you know, not, like, the jocks or the cool kids. And it's, like, all of those, like, different little groups that, like, from the perspective that's always, like, portrayed as, like, being the the alpha group within, like, the high schools and, like, past like high school movies and, like
1: mean girls yeah, yeah all of those
0: like little side groups like were constantly like off doing their own thing they were fucking getting drunk and getting high they were yep. like off like fucking each other and their little <laughs> <Yeah>. clicks too <laughs> like all of those things were still happening and this movie does such a good job of like showing that like no like all of these different groups that like may not always like come together like at, like on a like social level at school, like all have their own little social pockets where they're having just as much fun. They're like, you having know, just like much like they're hanging out with having. people that enjoyed the same interests as them, and they're doing like they're having a good time,
2: yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like the whole central thesis of the movie, like or where it kind of jumps off from. And again, this is in the trailer, so like it's this is in spoilers, but that. Like, Molly's whole thing is like she's the Val Victorian. She's like worked so hard throughout all of high school. And then she finds out that all the kids who have been partying and all this stuff like got into the same schools yeah. and are like <laughs> going to be just as successful. And, she's, and so, like, they have to blow off all their steam on the last night of high school.
3: I only yeah. wish I had seen this movie when I was in high school so that I would have been able to do that. <laughs> because, mom, if you're listening, I did not party in high school at all. <laughs> And I wish I at least had that one blowout night.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Like I was definitely like the goody goody in high school. Like I had like you know, I did like the lock in at school, which is like still a school event, but I never like drank <laughs> yeah. or smoked. But it's, or, but like, but it's still like the guys, we're gonna
2: we're gonna lock ourselves into the school and we're gonna talk real deep about Jesus.
0: My school's not very Jesus. Mine wasn't Jesus. He did it in elementary school. With like that line that she gives, um, when that's happening. I do really love because uh, she says, Look, you guys don't care about school. And they're like, no, we just don't only care, care about, about school.
3: school. Yes. <laughs> and that is what I did. I only cared about school. And uh, Molly is my spirit animal because <laughs> there's a scene where she... Corrects the grammar yes. of the uh, graffiti, toilet graffiti in, in the, the toilet, toilet. Yeah. and like somebody wrote "your" while you are, and they meant "while you are e <laughs> are ye. and I still do that to this day. <laughs> <laughs> just take
0: out your sharpie, just like on the bathroom mom. <laughs> <laughs> on that note it seems like a pretty good time to take a break and then we will get back here with some spoilers for you and we're back all right so yeah we pretty much talked about the main intro to this movie like you guys all get what's going on. We've got a party that we've got, a party that we've got to get to. It's a we've very got, simple plot. we got to get to the party. we got the smart girls who are like, just one last hurrah. Well, one first, one and, first last and last hurrah. hurrah. we got
1: to get to the party. Okay, so I want to talk about some of the crazy tropes from all those comedies that you were talking about that they uh, overturn in this. I think the like most hilarious scene for me is the trope of, parents being afraid that their kids are are gay. Oh yeah. And instead <laughs> it's, they're overly excited about the fact that their daughter likes women.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, and, and can we talk about these parents for a minute? Yes.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> these
0: <laughs> are Amy's parents. Yeah. Uh, played by Will Forte and, and Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> and
2: they've made like special graduation themed like Meal meatballs. for the like, yeah. For oh like, yeah, the uh, meatballs,
0: like chips and salsa, long high school. <laughs> <laughs> like, we
2: made like graduation. Mushroom caps. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I have to say, like, I think it's when they're um, deciding that they're going to the party, and they're trying to get out, and um, Molly is gre- grabbing Amy's boobs and doing all this stuff, <laughs> they like, assume that they're a couple. We just want
2: to spend this night
1: together, together yeah. right? So that's been... As
2: very special friends.
3: Yes. <laughs> so and it's... then she goes, no, no, we're just regular friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so that's being played for laughs, right? It's and that... I
3: love how um, Molly goes... Hey, Dougsicles and Shar-Shar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, these ridiculous nicknames she has for Amy's parents. Okay, um, Craig brought one up there where it was um that you're overhearing bad comments about yourself in the bathroom stall, and you expect oh, yeah. she's going to come out and be like, whatever, I'm smart, you guys are just losers, and then that gets overturned. Yeah, yeah because
2: that's the moment she comes in and she's like, yeah, well, while you're all doing this, I'm going to be at Yale doing this, and like, then the other girl is like, the girl who's, like, revealed as the, like, handjob queener was like, I got into Yale, too. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, I'm also going to Yale. Yeah, yeah.
1: and so that thing, uh, just to me, is, like, and such this... a... <laughs> yeah. Also...
2: But they're also, like, where are you going to school? Like, well, um Stanford. Stanford. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm not going to school, but I'm going to start coding for Google. I mean, I'm starting with a mid-six figure, some nice bennies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes. And this is the kid who failed seventh
1: grade three times. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or twice. Who's from the Wayback Boys? His third time was the charm. Who's from the Wayback Boys from, uh, speaking of handjobs, the Netflix, uh, who, who drew the dicks? Uh, oh, uh, oh I, uh,
2: I know what you're talking yes, about. Uh, American. Um, uh, American Vandal. Yes, yes. the yes.
1: parody show. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's one okay. of the Wayback Boys. I don't know if you recognized him from that. The, the like, nun humping, or <laughs> whatever oh they do. Now, everyone should watch this. I'm sorry. That's not on my recommendations list, I guess, for this. But I think that in that moment, I was like, Oh, this movie is going to be smart. Like they know what they're doing because part of like for me the hi- whole high school experience is that or learning this is that what you think makes you special isn't actually like that yeah. big a deal, and it's not what actually makes you special. And so it's all in that one moment it gets totally subverted, and you see her like slow motion sadness, lose her shit. It was and really that was beautiful. like one of
0: those things that um like when they actually set up. Like, how that, those dominoes are gonna fall. I didn't catch it initially just because that is like something that, because uh, that was one line that they kind of like tossed out and was like, oh yeah, what? Well, we don't talk about what school we're going to. Mm-hmm. It's like, no one like is supposed to know what school anyone else is going to. And then, like, that's like, is that what, a thing? No, I don't okay, think so. No. Right, okay. Again, that was like, it was a setup for the movie yeah. so that we could have this scene where Molly's running around the school, like, what? school are you going to what school are you going to and everyone's like oh I don't know like Vassar like, uh, blah, 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 like and, Berkeley and blah, Gigi blah, blah, yeah. says
2: well it was my fifth choice yeah but, but Harvard, Harvard. Harvard. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and yeah so that was a really great setup that I didn't even like catch initially until <laughs> after <laughs> it already gone down what
2: were Gigi's other four choices like Cambridge and the Savant like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually got into like the Avengers initiative you know <laughs> like- just like <laughs> Which I don't know. Maybe she might have some reality She got into Oxford. Cause... She got into Cambridge.
2: <laughs>
0: she got into Shield. Like, just... <laughs> but
2: uh, do you have other tropes, or we can, got, uh, do we, we want uh, to transition to talking about Gigi? Keep,
1: I can keep weaving them in and out. Let's talk okay. about Gigi. But, but Gigi, Gigi,
2: like the first time I saw this movie, like Gigi was just this character who's like popping up all throughout in this kind of magical surrealism way. And so the second time, the first thing we're doing is like Gigi is a god, and then. A few minutes later, I crossed it out and I wrote, Gigi is a Q. Oh, so I was she's like, a Gigi you. is absolutely a member of the Q continuum. Yes, she is. I will die on this hill.
4: Oh my gosh, you are so right. <laughs> Oh, You would, Colin.
2: You would. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Steph, i have not forced to watch enough it. Star Trek that she doesn't know what we're talking
3: <laughs> sorry, about. Deborah. So
2: I'm so sorry, my love, that this is not going to mean anything
3: to you. <laughs> I don't care. I still love Gigi. And uh, when I graduate, when I go back to school and graduate with whatever I graduate with, I will be wearing tassels on my glasses like she did.
1: (laughs) Yeah, can we talk about the casting of Gigi for a second here? It's Billy Lord, right? That's yeah. Carrie Fisher's daughter. Oh. And so, like, Carrie Fisher, I as we all know, know was very open and proud about struggles with mental health and mm-hmm. addiction and all of that. So to have her daughter playing that particular character adds, like, this whole other... As soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, shit, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> right? That is amazing, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And I also like the idea that Carrie Fisher's daughter is a member of the Q continuum, right? Yes. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> go pop off and say hi to mom real yep, quick? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't for me this like even though this was nothing like my high school experience, uh, I feel like it captures some of those like really fundamental feelings of being in high school, like that all your life is about to change really yeah, that quickly. Transition, that yeah. transition feeling. The the most important things happen in really mundane places. Like all of their kind of big set pieces are in on lawns in parking lots on picnic tables right that it's not this kind of wild and fabulous it's like no this is the third parking lot scene that we're having
0: but that's like that old uh it's like i think it's a family guy sketch where they're doing like a dawson's creek like type spoof (laughs) and they're like one of the lines is these moments right here next to these lockers are the most important ones of our lives. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, and it's like, Yeah, like that feeling, that about, feeling like you when know. you were that age, they were like but, the but most yeah, important when you're in high school, you're like, No, this is, is the most important <laughs> thing,
2: you guys. Yes. It's high school. It's yeah.
1: so great. And the kind of the play with like the crushes and the fantasy of a crush versus the reality reality <laughs> of it. I
3: absolutely love the scene when um when Molly goes and she sees, uh, what's his name? That's the Uh, dude. The dude. Yep. The
1: vice, vice, was it Nick? The vice
2: president, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. When she sees Nick. Nick and and it's Nick's party party, who everyone's trying to get to. She
3: has this, like, imagination of, like, she comes in and then they do this like dance scene. And <laughs> and it oh, keeps yeah, going. the musical <laughs> moment. I wrote that down where it's like Fucking a sudden thing that. from
1: a musical. Yes, and, yeah. then, and then it ends with the reality of Nick crushing a beer can on his head. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? But <laughs>
2: also, we should talk about like Amy, and Amy has a huge crush on this other girl in school. Uh, what was her name? Oh, wait, um, Jordan.
1: Jordan, uh, no. no, that's Jordan,
2: maybe? I think that's the one that Amy has a crush on is yeah. Jordan. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh, the skater girl. The skater girl, yeah. Amy has this crush on this total, <laughs> Avril like, Levine. Avril Lavigne- Yeah, an yes. Avril Lavigne-type character. I
3: fucking and, loved Avril Lavigne, and I still love jamming out to her CD <laughs> that I have in my car. You still
2: have that CD in your car, yeah. I do. <laughs> um, but, like... The whole thing is, like, Amy's quest to get with this skater girl, like, and she doesn't even know if she likes girls. And then, again, with the tropes being subverted, like, Nick and the skater girl are, like, together at the end.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that we have. Wait, but it's not the skater
3: girl. It's some other girl. No, it's no the it was skater it, it's girl. It's her. It's her. Yeah. yeah, because they're, they're making, making out, to- out in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was a different girl. No, no that's, that's her. Girl. her? Yeah.
1: That's why it's even more heartbreaking.
3: Oh, that's right? why it's more heartbreaking. Well, so I thought that in the first time we watched it. But then when we watched it last night, I was like. No, that's not her. I think it's because she doesn't have Have her her glasses glasses on. Yeah, (laughs) Everyone always tells me that I look weird without my glasses.
1: (laughs) So you're in that category. Would would we recognize you without them? (laughs) (laughs) She can
2: totally Clark Kent it. Like, she walks into the house without her glasses, and I'm like, who's this stranger?
1: (laughs) But... But going do- back to tropes, going back to tropes. Uh, the, the moment when they're walking into the pool and Amy's following Skater Girl and Skater Girl, all she does is like take off her top to, you know, she's got her bikini on underneath and you see this like super sexualized vision no, of her No, she doesn't back. even
3: have her bikini. I love that they just like strip right. down to their underwear.
1: Yes. And so like, and it's this supercharged erotic moment of one girl looking at another girl and that never happens yeah. right like again yeah. going back to Porky's where the cover of Porky's is the like is the peephole. boys peeping
2: through the like thing into the girl's locker room exactly
1: yeah. so it's like they took that and subverted it to be this to where like the sexualization
2: th- is exclusively through the female gaze
1: yes yes yeah. and then when you see um, Amy swimming in the pool it's this liber- usually you know teenage girl in her underwear soaking wet right is usually viewed <laughs> (laughs) as through this super-sexualized gaze or And usually through a male gaze. Through
2: a male gaze,
1: yes. Here it's liberation. She's free. She finally feels like she's coming into herself, right? And we have this long passage of her swimming underwater. Yeah, and and the
2: moment when Amy is uh, hooking up with the other... When Amy is hooking up with Hope. Yes. Like, like that is in a different movie that would be sexualized in a very different way, but this is, like, sexualized in a very female-centric, like, female-driven way. that
3: scene is exactly... Um, a scene pulled out from uh, can't hardly wait when Seth Green and whoever the girl is, who's the short red-headed girl, they hook up and they hook up because they're like locked in a bathroom, but this one like they just are in a bathroom and then they hook up like I fucking love that scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and she's um, what's her name Hope? Yeah. Um, she is totally Bobo Live Tyler.
2: She is Bobo title. Oh, Boba gosh,
4: <laughs> you're right. A- that- Empire Records again, another uh, another '90s. But the,
0: it reminds me, and it like there's a lot of callback to uh, so many movies where this happens. And as soon as I saw this, it was just like movie title flashing in my head, and I was like, "Puberty in Pools: A White Coming of Age Story." <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: things are making me snort right? <laughs> I I mean, love-
0: it happens so much
3: it does. <laughs> who the fuck
2: it's <laughs> like eighth
0: grade did the same thing like, grade, I think Lady also, Bird has a moment like that uh, but yeah. but
2: to I mean as the token white guy who went to the, like upper middle class white kid I had a friend in high school who had a pool no, yeah, exactly. and we hung out at her house all the time.
1: <laughs> and did you come of age in that pool? <laughs>
2: like, I don't remember anything sexual ever happening in that pool, but we did have a lot of parties at that house. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love
1: it. But yeah, i,
0: I, I mentioning, uh, speaking of like eighth grade, I also love like the crush scenes where it's like that, like everything oh. stops, all the rest of the sound drops out. And then like this, like, music sting just like hits really hard and it's like one of the things in like eighth grade that happens a bunch except it's like the (laughs) it's just so much funnier in eighth grade because it's like middle school versus high school which is just like (laughs) just like that level of like but in eighth grade he's like got braces and it's just, just like oh yeah these are like it's just it's really interesting to see like how much of a difference that like four years makes to mm-hmm. and seeing these two different movies that are about these like very pivotal changes in you know how like you view like your crushes like okay. how you view your friendships like how you view like what the next stage is because for high school it's a lot different like it's like for a lot of people like it's like you're leaving home like you're like leaving you're leaving leaving as opposed to just like maybe separating from like maybe having a different people school schedule who, like yeah, you yeah went who might like be going to a school
3: different school with. yeah yep yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. i like to uh make a tangent on that crush scene because we watched 8th grade and uh, i really hope that i can guest and you guys can do that pod or that movie on the podcast cuz i fucking loved that movie and that movie was totally a great portrayal of of middle school of eighth grade.
2: Well, like when we walked out of that movie, I said to you, like, how do you think Bo Burnham, like a man in his thirties, did of portraying like the high, middle school experience of a teenage girl? And you said,
3: "Fucking amazing, <laughs> like, like perfectly." You <laughs> like, um, "Absolutely perfectly." Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think that it what both of these movies does is like hone in on that universal aspect of like the uncomfortable nature of change on just the shifting nature of like relationships and again like relationships where um how long is this relationship gonna last is this gonna be like the point i think another movie that we did was don't think twice that really does a good job of that at the adult level Mm -hmm. of like at what point in your life is it like i'm moving in this direction you're moving in this direction and like we may like have love for each other still but like, we won't be seeing each other every day. Mm-hmm. Like, the people that we're going to, like, know and the people, the relationships that we're going to build are going to be separate from each other at this point. And that's one of those things that, like, tapping into that as, like, so as a universal thing that happens, like, that everyone has to deal with is something that goes beyond lives. that. And yeah. when I think that this does a really good job of doing that from a perspective of, like, this is, again, why I never get that whole... I can't relate to people if I don't. If like I can't relate to characters if they don't look like me. Like that. I that I've never understood in my life. In the well, <laughs> how could you, Craig?
2: I mean, so much of our media is driven towards people who look like you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, aren't most movies made about black people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's so it's, it's one of those things where like it's. I love when that's done really well. Yeah, and that's yeah. done really well in this. <laughs> it's done really well in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, Don't Think Twice, another episode that we've actually done, which you should check out.
2: Yeah, it's it's a really fun movie. Mike Uh It's about like an improv team that kind of splits up. Oh, I yes. haven't seen it. Michael
0: Keegan-Key. Yeah, Keegan-Michael-Key. We'll uh, no, keegan, yeah, keegan keegan Michael Keegan-Key. Key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got all of them in there. Yeah. Just the wrong order.
2: <laughs> Michael keegan Peel. You know, uh, you know the guy. Gillian Jacobs. <laughs> that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, who else? But yeah, a lots, lot of really, of really good. Talent. good people, it's yeah. Right? It's, it's a one of those really like
0: comedians like do really good jobs of like tapping into these concepts really well because that's really what comedy is is like figuring out like if, like figuring out how to make people laugh is something that means it, you've taken a lot of time to think about how a lot of other emotions work to culminate to this laugh moment mm-hmm. and that's why it's like i'm never surprised like when you know like jordan peele like was able to make amazing horror movies that like rely on tension to be built mm-hmm. um who else i think chris rock is doing a horror someone else like some other like classic like comedian is doing like a horror movie coming up here and I think it might be Chris Rock, but and a lot of people were like, what? I'm like, yeah,
2: it makes that, sense. that was actually a thing that like professors of mine when I was in theater school would talk about. It like, people who are really good at comedy have an easier time transitioning into drama than people who are like really comfortable in drama have do transitioning into comedy. Because like it's uh, like if you uh, like you were saying if you can understand like how to make people laugh then you know a lot more about just all other emotion in general
1: and about, how to like, make people cry yeah. exactly and the knowing how And, to make and people like cry. in order to
2: make people like cry first you have to make them laugh yes
1: yeah, yeah. and so there are two moments i cried in this film the first was um, when they're having their fight scene when the two main characters are fighting and again subverting the trope of women be- they're Screaming at one another, and often when women tear each other down, you take this kind of perverse pleasure in how they're doing it. It's super painful. Yeah, in this movie, point, it's
2: it's horrible. And like, I, yeah.
1: like the audio I, fades out, and you just watch them shitting and breaking each other's hearts and knowing that they're doing it and having it. Like, what,
3: do I mean this? And then you see um, Molly, and she mouths fuck you. Mm-hmm. And I have a black heart, and I don't cry at movies. <laughs> but i bawled (laughs) during that scene yes
1: so can you tell us why what is it that made you bawl? um well like going back to
3: how they build each other up and it's so amazing how they build each other up and they um there's this one quote where she says um nick would be lucky to be a footnote in your story yes i have that one i love that quote (laughs) yep um so they build each other up, and the saddest part about it is that she was just trying to protect her best friend from finding out that her crush is making out with some dude in the pool. Yeah. and she, but But she didn't want to say it. She was just, she was, like, skirting around it. She didn't want to say it because she didn't want to break her friend's heart, and then her friend just, like, tears her apart. And that, like... That was why it was so heartbreaking because they build each other up and they're they're there for each other and they, you know.
2: They have like a code word that like they they have to respond to like it, this is like a Brooklyn 9 nine yeah. a thousand push-ups <laughs> yeah. do you, do uh, I have haven't Brooklyn? watched enough Brooklyn nine nine I watched like the first like three seasons and then like I I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my then. shame card on my <laughs> right now that I have not watched enough Brooklyn 9 nine
0: but no that's like a thing between Jake and Rosa is like a thousand push-ups is like yeah like what like, i believe in myself what i'm saying so much that like i will do a thousand push-ups if i'm wrong and so it's like they're like kind of go back and i love that in this case it's malala yes like just <laughs> and like you can back. only <laughs> say
3: it one time a year <laughs> and it means like no questions asked like just listen to my yeah shit. yeah you like, have to like, you have to do I, what i'm saying like, this is i'm doing it for a good reason. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then that's what escalates into the fight. And then, gosh, it's actually not hearing for me that the part that I was curious what made you cry. For me, it was the not even hearing what they're yelling at each other just because they. But just say, seeing the way that they yell at yes. each other and they tear each other apart. Yes. And you can see that they're regretting it as they're doing as it. You're saying oh, it. God, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And I think, again, a very different portrayal of women taking each other apart on screen than we are used to seeing. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah.
3: I love how um, you know it's like the it's the two thousand and twenties whatever, and they're fighting and somebody has a smartphone yes. and she's video videoing this. That's I what just, I like, found really heartbreaking wished, about the fight is that I, like there's
2: a bunch of people like taking video of it. And yeah.
3: I and I wish that like we could have seen the like the like aftermath of like everybody. Seeing their fight
1: and, and like, like
2: people posting it to social yeah. media and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that
1: you you just see one person recording, and then as the scene as the shot continues, you see yeah, another and it's person. Actually, yeah. the, <laughs> but the
2: way the scene is shot is yep. really great too, because like we're not only are we seeing them like the sound fade out and we're seeing them yell at each other but we're seeing the camera like pan around the room like keeping the fight central within the frame but we're also seeing what's happening on all of the periphery and it it, i mean for a first time director olivia wilde is doing a great job with this film yeah i
0: honestly i don't think that we needed to see like the whole aftermath of that because i think that that's something that at this point we know like just how that goes down. Yeah. And um I think that one of the things that they do that that's really good as far as like tying that in and showing just kind of like how much that is ingrained into the world is like they're literally watching the party happen as they're on their way to the party because it's being like <laughs> Snapchatted live the yes. entire time. So it's like things like that boxes. where it's like Yeah where okay. it's like yeah, they're, they're, that's they're, how <laughs> they found
2: out where the party was was from the pizzas.
3: Talk about how they do the hold up of the the delivery driver (laughs) delivery delivery. driver um he is Bobo Dwight Schrute (laughs) as well as the dude from uh uh Office Space the movie
1: yes uh I don't know his uh, name the stapler I want my stapler (laughs) but but not
3: him not Steven Root but which guy from Office Space it's the guy who goes who's like Sings a song and he's like, "Damn, it feels good to be a gangster." And then he. Oh, Michael uh, Bolton! Yes, yes, Michael <laughs> Bolton. Oh, yes, he does look like Michael Bolton from <laughs> Office Space. <laughs> okay,
2: yeah, I actually also wrote down that I love that scene where the delivery driver is like taking care of them, where he's like,
1: "What are you doing?" Like, Don't show me, you me your have... password. Yeah, and, and it, I love with their hair masks too. He goes, he, goes <laughs> he,
3: their... he says, "You spent more time on the hair than, than." Thinking about you know, oh, we're just right across the border. I could take you, and I could do this. And he describes all this like (laughs) really creepy fucking shit. Well, it's funny, yeah, because it's
0: like as he's like getting more detail, like just watching you're like, yeah, no, that guy's like totally actually a serial killer.
2: And then it's like, (laughs) he's like, do do you even have a weapon? I mean, like, I have a weapon. He pulls out a gun from his glove compartment. They're both like, oh my gosh. like, no, you guys, you need
1: to be more careful. (laughs) So he's kind of taking care of them at first. Then it gets a little weird. Then he takes care of them again. (laughs) And and then it gets real weird at that, right?
3: (laughs) I forget who said it. I didn't write it down, but I wrote down, are you aching to be murdered? (laughs) And and I I think it's actually Molly and whatever her name is. Um (laughs) She goes. Are you aching to be murdered? And uh, the the gay one. She goes. Just throwing out ideas here. <laughs> oh, Amy. 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 Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. Amy. Yeah. Uh, I and
0: I do love the because after they actually go to the party, the police show up because that's what happens when you're in a high, doing a high school party, mm-hmm. and uh, Amy ends up running out and getting herself arrested. Like, to, she martyrs
2: herself. Like, yeah. she saves everyone by
0: going out. She goes, out I'm going to
3: create it. a diversion. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, like, as they're, like, going back and Molly's going to visit her in jail, we actually find out that the guy was a serial killer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. trade information. They trade that information. <laughs> yeah. But I would like to say that I, I just love the, the the balance of comedy versus drama in this movie and how it like goes so quickly from one to the other, mm-hmm. because like, you're like, Oh shit, she's taking one for the team. And then as they're arresting her, she goes shotgun. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yup. Yeah. Yep. She,
3: yeah
0: she, I, no, she's like shotgun. Just kidding. I don't have one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> You're laughing too much. Yes, <laughs> I was. <laughs>
3: um, also, when we saw this movie the, for the first time, Um, Tara and I had a cackle off
1: we could hear each other across the theater because we still were laughing. Because it was so funny. Yeah, you guys were like
2: four rows away from us, but I can hear the two of you like trading off.
1: Yeah, I think that... the one scene that will I think will st- stay forever in cinematic memory is the panda masturbation. Yes, so yes. oh, good. And it's so good where I think going back to kind of thinking filmically about this, where um, Amy's on the top bunk and uh, Molly is like laying on the bottom bunk of a bunk bed with her like legs spread open, <laughs> talking about masturbation with <laughs> her shyer friend above, and like that just. I love the kind of entire way that scene was handled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I love how she, how Molly says, um, you can have an orgasm with just your mind. That is the one thing I can't do.
1: <laughs> do you know how rare it is to see women talking about masturbation at all? Um, seriously. Media?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. I, Go ahead. Mom, I hope. You're not listening because, yeah. Um, the toothbrush where she goes. She goes oh, the UTI. Um, yes. and she, goes, she goes, let me tell you, I, use, I once used a toothbrush to masturbate and I got, I forget how she, got, she like, said it. She got like a serious it. UTI. She goes, I got a really bad UTI. A fucking horrible (laughs) youtube
1: yeah if american pie is about a guy jerking off into a pie like women do that same kind of experimentation it's just never really talked about right like right yeah because it's it's
2: so much more taboo for like us to acknowledge that women are sexual creatures
0: well no like women don't like enjoy sex or like want sex or like in any way yeah like just no i
1: don't Yep. Yeah, and, and I think they did a great job of handling that too in the movie. <laughs> where um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we lost off. Excuse me. Well, that's like <laughs> in the scene where um, I don't remember her name. Uh, the one who's giving her a ride home, and she was like, "Oh, one who's called like she AAA?"
3: Totally, yeah, A Yeah,
1: who has this like raunchy nickname because maybe she like blew three guys or something. Yeah, was, no, like
2: huh? it's it, like it all started with like she gave guys rides home, and she's like. Well yeah, I blew them also, but
1: <laughs> But it was the and she was like, Look, like the guys call me that whatever she's like, I hate it when the girls yeah, call I me that Yeah, I hate the girls call me that. And she was also shaming, like yeah. But she's
2: the girl who's gonna be going to Yale with Molly and she's like, Please don't
1: Yeah, don't continue this. Don't anything. call me
2: that in Yale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like one of those really real moments from this character and like this is a character who's introduced like very sexually, where like we're in the homeroom scene and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, these shorts, they don't have pockets. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Because she, uh, Miss Fine tells her to put money in the swear jar, and she goes, (laughs) I don't have pockets. And her her ass is hanging out of the shorts. (laughs) That never would have happened when I went to high school because it was all about, you know, you got to have two inches and, like, you can't wear spaghetti strap shirts because you're, like, showing too much skin. And, like, it's all about, like, women. You can't put yourself out there. Because of because it's a distraction what? to men.
2: To because men. Yeah, yeah. because well, for some reason, men's, men can't be responsible for their own sexual urges.
1: You mean like Mike but, Pence, who won't sit in a room with another yeah. woman? But, <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> the fact, the fact mean, that like a man has president? a sexual
2: urge is somehow a woman's fault?
1: Yes. Of course they are. Of course yeah. they are. Yeah. Wait, wait. And, uh, and conducting back to um, uh, uh, Paris is Burning, we're talking about having to police yourself at all times right at every single part of your body well, is this, 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 this coming recording? out before no. or
4: after <laughs> oh, because we've
2: already recorded paris is burning but so i think we're releasing this we before have something paris to listen to we've already recorded <laughs> paris is burning so keep listening for pride month because we're going to talk about paris is burning
1: <laughs> sorry everybody plot spoilers, but, um, for episode. Um,
2: I do. plot spoilers for a documentary <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah
0: i do love uh What's his name? I, the rich kid. I'm already. Jared. Jared. There we go.
3: Jared. His Did anyone notice that his license plate says "fuck boy"? Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. But then I, he also think, like yeah. listens to like
0: he's like I always like pregame with like by listening to women. And then women. it's an audio book. i
1: lean in. <laughs> it's an audiobook of House lean audio in. He goes, <laughs> When
3: he pulls up, he goes, "Traffic, it was nerds." <laughs> but but goes,
2: Craig, you were saying something yeah, about
0: yeah. Oh no, I, I I do like his very the. Lonely rich kid who like but money doesn't buy everything, but I mean it does. But well yeah. he doesn't have any friends <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> apart from Gigi. Yeah. And
2: Gigi kind of hates him.
0: She doesn't I don't think she hates him at all. I don't get I don't get that from her at all.
1: No, and they talk about how they that G, he and Gigi have like an understanding. Like yeah, they're them, yeah. right. Like, like they're, they're loyal. They're, they're, loyal. Both,
0: yeah, like they're, they're, they're both loyal. They're loyal to each
2: other. There's also like Gigi is kind of always like yelling at him about something.
0: Yeah, I think that's just like who Gigi is in general. I think that she's yeah. just like a very demanding. She's like, a Q because, yeah. <laughs> because she's a member of the Q continuum. Yeah. <laughs> Which,
2: which, let me just real quick break down some of my the notes I made about how Gigi is a member of the Q Continuum. <laughs> Go for it. Go um, on. Take, so, us.
1: Take us on that joyride.
2: <laughs> so she, um, first of all, oh, okay, I'm, I'm having to pause through my notes here she snorts the vitamins like we find this the pattern. and they think that it's cocaine it's like, no it's just that Gigi snorts vitamins okay okay that's like something that a q would do um <laughs> then like when the scene where they're turned into barbie dolls it's because they're tripping on whatever the drugs they are that they were given yes. in the strawberries but that is brought about by Gigi. so yeah. again i'm like Gigi is just altering their reality and like turning mm-hmm. them into actual barbie dolls and then changing them back i'm like okay Gigi is a q um Gigi is able to show up at each location like just magically, and all of a sudden, like wherever they go, She's Gigi is just fun. there. Um, <laughs> She's hiding like, behind. After things. Gigi is already like, dri- like. Drove into the water when they're on the yacht and everything. And she shows up in the next scene and she's dry. And they say, how are you dry? I'm like, it's because she's a Q. <laughs> <laughs>
4: like,
2: the, we show up at the graduation and Gigi is playing the piano with, again, like Steph said, the tassels on her sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Like, she can play the piano. She can do everything. Gigi is a member of the Q continuum.
3: <laughs> the one thing that I want to add about the Q, I just love how Molly goes, just a quick Q. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that
0: actually brings me to like the one kind of, not kind of, but very problematic thing in this movie with one scene with Gigi in particular is the drugging. Mm -hmm. That is, I feel very much played as a joke, even though that is assault. Yes. And illegal. Yeah. She she (laughs)
2: drugs Amy and Molly. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that, that was just like one of the things where I was like. That was, yeah, very much played for, like, ha, 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 like, they had, like, a full, like, no, that's, that's actually very, very. Really
1: not okay. Yeah, not okay to do that. <laughs>
0: okay. Just, like, not consensually drug someone. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that, that was, like, one of those things where it was, like, maybe in 20 years, like, we'll look back at this movie and that'll be, like, the thing. That'll that be the one like, thing is
2: that ah. Gigi, like, cosplays <laughs> yeah. two
1: girls. Yeah. Cosby's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I mean, two girls. I don't know. <laughs> well, in the, when they're eating the strawberries, they don't know that they, they're laced. I was sitting in the theater. I actually wrote this in my notes while watching it. I was like, oh fuck. Why do I only get to watch this movie for the first time only once? I was like, maybe I can like roofie myself so that I can come back to it again with fresh eyes. Like I actually wrote that down as like a...
3: Turns out I was able to roofie myself. It's called hydrocephalus. (laughs) And I forget shit.
1: There you go. So every time you see it, It, it the,
3: the second time, like, you said when we saw it the first time you we were like I, I i hate that this was the, this is the last first time that i'm going to see this movie but i feel like the second time around um and i think jim said this when we were leaving the theater he was like yeah i think we missed so much and like uh, we we watched it in the front row cuz we like bought, bought tickets it so <laughs> late and um i was furiously writing so many notes because there was so much that I missed yep. the first time around and I didn't even have to watch it because I was just hearing the dialogue and I was like,
1: oh, I fucking missed that the first time. <laughs> well, I look forward to diving in again, but yeah, I have to, it's, I'm going to wait. Lot, I, I got a, a lot,
2: lot more out of it the second time, I will say.
1: Well, there are yeah. whole sections where I was just snorting too loud to hear yeah. what I was Exactly. <laughs> there, was, there was stuff I was laughing over and just yeah. like, so
2: this time I caught it.
1: And I would say this is a really good movie to see in the theater. It's oh, absolutely. Theater right yeah. you, you want to see
2: it in the it theater, in the you crowd. want to see it with like a crowd all laughing together. And like if you
1: the... live in
3: Denver, you should see it at the Alamo because it's a fucking amazing <laughs> movie. Because it's yeah. the <laughs> best place to see movies.
2: We've already talked about how you should see all your movies at the Alamo. <laughs> um, we, might as, we should actually be reaching out to them to sponsor, sponsor us, us <laughs> with how much we talk about them. Guess who picked
0: up cards when he went last time to the theater? Guess who's at will yeah. <laughs> yeah, be sending some emails. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also them. really,
3: um, I really liked how, um, I forget her name. Why do I keep forgetting her name? Not Amy? Molly, but Amy. Amy, Amy <laughs> she, she um, is going to Africa, and she's going to make tampons. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Botswana. Botswana. Yeah, and, and I really love how Molly is like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to because I don't want to. <laughs> but I love how she, how how Amy is doing something so noble with her, her, her hiatus gap year. and her gap year but also a
1: little bit ridiculous <laughs> but, <laughs> but also
3: kind of like a, a, again
2: to the trope of like the rich white yep. girl going to africa for a year to
3: yeah but yeah i think it's wonderful
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> uh, all right well, i wanted to talk about like the power of alanis morissette because they go to oh, um, the yeah. part and they're doing the karaoke and it's You Oughta Know. And I'm like, is that song still as powerful with teens today? Uh, because it's in this movie. But, I mean, Jack and Little Pill was a phenomenon. I mean. Everybody the, had that album. I mean,
0: like, George was the first person that was singing it. And, yeah. Like, that was as amazing. A, as, a, as a gay youth, yeah. like, Alanis Morissette it's like, is still very much in the lexicon of yeah. like, like classic
4: <laughs> to like know. Queer, and he like
3: queer realm. Alanis Morissette he even still like puts the mic <laughs> in his mouth. Yes. Yes. And I am talking into a mic right now that is just like that. Are you going to put it in your mouth? I, I tried. <laughs> I did it.
2: Quick <laughs> trivia note about You Ought to Know. Uh, a lot of people believe that Alanis Morissette wrote that song about Dave Coulier that is oh not my, true it's not uh. no it, 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 is, a it is, is a common rumor that is that is a common rumor that it's not true but dave coulier <laughs> and alanis morissette did date and did break up so it's yes. a lot of people think that you, that you ought to know it's about dave coulier but when it's they
1: not. were on you can't do that on television yeah, yeah? Interesting. um but um, i want to I, I go back to the karaoke scene because there's one shot in there that to me captures like the exact feeling of having a crush and maybe it like it de- uh, like developing a little bit more is where um, I think Amy's sitting on the floor, and um, her crush skater girl is sitting. Uh, on a chair, and she just puts her, sh- uh, or maybe it's the inverse, I can't remember which, but um, she, she kind of puts her sh- uh, elbow on her lap. Yeah. And this very, like, is this flirting? Is this just camaraderie? Like, but capturing that kind of nervous tension of. Like, of of oh, when you ooh. have a
2: crutch and, like, that crush like, makes, like, the slightest contact with you, exactly. you've, like, read so much into it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, and so it was. And like, in this
2: one, again, From the female gaze, like from this thing of like, oh yeah, like this girl who I'm really into in like me being a girl. It's not done of like the guy or like in a worse version of this movie or an earlier version of this movie, like the guy would have the crush and the girl would like touch his knee and he'd like come in his pants or something. Yes.
1: Or uh, (laughs) does anyone remember, I can't remember which one this is from, Tune in Tokyo. No, does any I'm glad, I'm not even gonna repeat yeah, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just i it's not worth repeating. But yeah, gross.
2: <laughs> I, I like that Molly is a Slytherin and that she it like acknowledges that she's a Slytherin mm-hmm. and Amy is like they don't say, but Amy's a Ravenclaw. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess they like, they both are like vi- like I mean they're like the voluntatorian and the salatorian, so but like I would like, say
2: like Molly's very much a Slytherin because she's so ambitious, like she's all about that. But Amy I don't think has the ambition so much. She does have like the intelligence and the like the drive and stuff. So which is why I would make her more of a Ravenclaw than a Slytherin. I could see that. Where yeah. Molly is is solidly a Slytherin.
1: Got it. Speaking of which, who would you all be in this movie? Like who like if you were to cast yourself as one of these roles? Really?
3: I'm Molly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The, the black gay one. one. No, <laughs> someone other
3: than the black gay one. <laughs> like, like no, but I mean, I want yeah. like to say about the black gay one. He is totally Bobo. I, I wrote it down down in my first notes. Um, Bobo, the guy. Andromedon. Titus Andromedon? Titus Andromedon.
2: <laughs> well, uh, I, if he's way, way skinnier and about, like, younger. 20 years I know, younger.
1: I know. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I would definitely be AAA. I had a lot of sex in high school, went to a lot of parties. <laughs> I'm still, trying to well, place look a straight at A, a student. Uh, look at me. Look at me. I wouldn't know
2: who I would be. Um. No, you I was like the, the gay Harry choir Potter kid. Guy? I was yep. yeah, I yep. was I, I would I would be the other theater kid. I would be I would be the, the theater director kid, I guess. I don't know <laughs> Yeah you would, yeah, yeah I
0: can see it. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't nearly as like uh like confident in myself as a gay teenager in high school at all. Like that, yeah. not not yeah. even yeah. close.
4: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get
1: Well, and that's also part of it is that how I loved how kind of it wasn't a big deal that for the characters to be queer or to have a crush on one another, like it just kind of was normalized while still respecting that it's not entirely normalized. Like I really appreciate that about the movie.
0: Honestly, like personality wise, I probably was like a little bit closer to Nick. Like I was very like class clown, like the, uh, the crush- uh, Molly's crush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,, I was like very like, yeah, class clown-ish, like <laughs> yeah. you know, like I no, not the hair by, by any means.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nick was also like earlier we were talking about um eighth grade versus this movie. Um, and when I watched eighth grade, I didn't, I mean i I said it, he did it perfectly, but watching this movie, Nick <laughs> reminds me. Of this guy that I had a crush on when I was in eighth grade, um, or maybe seventh grade—I don't know, middle school. Um, only he didn't have the Justin Timberlake hair; yeah. um, he had like spiky gelled hair. His name was Adam. <laughs> Do you want to say, to him? Adam, yeah. if <laughs> Adam, if you're listening? Adam, you listening, I don't remember your last name, but I love you. Ooh, it's some drama.
0: I know. All right. Do we have any more notes? We got stats. Uh, let me just yeah. do
2: stats and some Kevin Bacon before we oh, run yeah, off yeah. to. Kevin so, bacon Yep. Uh, so this movie has a 7.5 on IMDb. It has a 84 Metacritic. It has a 97% Rotten Tomatoes and a 75% Audience Tomatoes. Interesting. Um, now, I cheated with this uh, Kevin Bacon. I was trying to come up <laughs> with a way to do Who are those it,
3: people that didn't like it? I the audience know. tomatoes. Fuck those people. <laughs> and I like Steph to go back. <laughs> I like to go back to the very beginning of the movie. They have like the cold open or whatever. Oh yeah. And it, it says the um, audio it goes. Fuck them in their stupid fucking faces. <laughs> like the people that like don't accept you. Um, and I love how um, like that for, that first scene. There's like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and there's Michelle Obama and all these like all this
2: stuff just decorating Molly's wall.
3: Yeah. yeah, and it's all these, like, powerful women who've, like, made history, and um, I just love that shit. Um, but on the boat party, she says, um, I want to meet someone who's who's met Sasha Obama. And then, <laughs> and then the other girl goes, yeah, we respect her.
2: <laughs> so, um, I couldn't pull this one out of my head. I tried for a little while. I could have tried for longer, but I just gave up and...
1: <laughs> so
2: caitlin dyer who plays amy um in book smart is in justified yep. uh, with pruitt taylor vince who is in jfk with kevin bacon oh
1: that's pretty uh-huh. fast oh well yeah. done well done nice
2: i mean i wish i could have I, i'll try and come up with one off the top of my head that is much longer than that but <laughs> <laughs> just going through imdb and cheating that's how i did it so. Cheater. yeah
3: Cheater. i'd also just like to say that this soundtrack was fucking amazing <laughs> yes. Yes. true
0: so we got some Lizzo in there always a pleasure uh Anderson Pack oh my god I love that song too like when they were in the pizza shop and Come Down is playing my jam um yeah well we're gonna take another break here and when we get back we're gonna have some recommendations for you. and we're back Back, back with some recommendations
2: all right colin why don't you kick us off um we talked a little bit about jagged little pill in this if, if you live under a rock for some reason or you didn't exist in the early mid 90s and never heard the album jagged little pill Uh, you should definitely check out Jack a Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. I'm just going to make that be my recommendation because I'm I'm kind of a little dry this month, this week, so...
3: (laughs) But she redid it with James Corden and it's, like, more your style, like, millennial-wise because it, like, brings in... um, You are a millennial. (laughs) No, I'm not. No, I'm not. (laughs) But it brings in, like, all the technology and everything. Um... And that's fucking amazing. Um, I, I'll just go ahead and do (laughs) my recommendation. Um, Because this is like dealing with high school and like high school is like fucking hard. um, Because there's so much like bullying and shit. Um, My favorite podcast is uh, recommended by our founder, your founder, um, The D-Bucks. And it's the hilarious world of depression, and they have comedians like we were talking about earlier, um, how comedians know how to be really funny, but they also know how to be really serious, um, and they like talk real shit about their mental mental illness, and there are like so many awesome comedians on that podcast. Um, give it a listen.
2: Yeah, excellent episode with Paul F. Tompkins.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Very cool. Tara? Yeah, uh, so I was trying to think, you know, I do my usual, if you like this movie, and when it comes to teen sex comedies, man, there's nothing like this out here. Like at, that exists. I mean, there's a joke about Flick the Bean, right? And like, <laughs> yeah. amazing, right? You never see that. And it's in, in a positive way, not in a derogatory way about, you know, female masturbation. And so, I was trying to think of any teen sex comedy that comes close and I just gave up because again, you know, I was like, oh, Porky's, Revenge <laughs> of the Nerds, like, uh, American Pie. Like, American Pie, super uh, bad. Uh, you know, like, there's like, all, lots
2: of teen sex comedies but, but nothing. But they're
1: misogynistic that's... and homophobic and all other kinds of fucked up. So, I'm going to suggest a movie from the 40s, a screwball comedy, nice. um, Preston Sturges, um, uh, The Lady Eve. And so it stars Barbara Stanwyck and Henry Fonda, and she just runs rings around him. She's conning him, and he's too doofy to even like pick. When she tells him he's, she's conning him, he still doesn't quite get it. It is a phenomenal feminist classic um and it's really funny and i had the same that same response of like why can i only watch this for the first time once (laughs) i had that exact same feeling the first time i saw the lady eve yeah so check it out
0: awesome all right i will recommend a couple of other like coming of age yes stories um i feel like we uh in the discourse around them a lot of uh you know, particular demographic tends to get ignored when it comes to you know, okay. even like this new age of like, oh yeah, there's like, oh, all of these like women and girls yes. like having these coming of yep. age stories and like they all seem to look pretty similar.
4: Yeah. Uh, so if you're
0: looking to change it up and get a little something else as far as the coming of age story, uh, Crooklyn is mm-hmm. a classic yep. uh, Spike Lee movie um, that is the coming of age of a young black girl um another one is um we've actually done it on this podcast um Deirdre and Lainey rob a train I definitely oh, yeah. recommend going back I and checking that one that. out um it's on Netflix and it is it's a Netflix original uh it's also got uh instead of like Jessica Williams as like the cool teacher we've got Sashir Zameda as a Ooh. young There's a cool, cool guidance teacher. counselor oh, yeah guidance counselor that's yeah. right um which is like, like they play like very like parallel roles and it's it's lovely um And I have not seen it but I really wanted to and I'm like kind of upset about like how everything went down around fast color, which Mm -hmm. is um, the story of like three generations of black women who are all have superpowers um, and like. It came out there was no marketing around it it's out now I've never like, even heard yeah. of it yeah and it's like the, it wasn't showing in a single theater in all of Colorado i tried so what? hard to try and find this movie because i wanted to watch it so bad so if you see it anywhere like i need, i need to see if it's if it's streaming yet anywhere um, cuz i wanted to see this movie so bad Let's like that's, it that sounds like amazing yeah. um so yeah um we'll try and i'll try and find that but um, if you know where it is or if it's playing anywhere near you um, go see it yeah, go see or it if you have a line color. on it tweet at us yeah <laughs> um, yeah so that is our recommendations uh, we want to thank you so much for listening uh, I'm sure that our Denver Pop Culture Con panel was amazing and we did fantastic it, it sure went and great didn't it if you're a new listener from that <laughs> um, yeah check out some of our other episodes uh, Endgame would probably be the next best one for you to check In, out if Endgame like we've done from some pop other con, yeah We've done um, some other
2: comic book movies we've done, but I mean just listen to anything we've done. Yeah. Check out You can also stuff.
3: listen to um The Sandlot, because I was a guest on that. But I was <laughs> I was a little more quiet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and also we are in the middle of Pride Month, or we'll actually we're just kicking off Pride Starting Month. Starting Pride first, Month. Yeah. It's our first Monday. Um yeah, go out there, uh, support like some queer people, support some trans people, support. Um, those people specifically in communities of color. Um, yeah, go out, get their work. Uh, I'll, again, I'll be doing some posting over the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, just like all the time. Just support those people. Yeah, it like, doesn't
2: just have to be during Pride Month. Yeah. like You can always just be supporting <laughs> queer people and people of color. Um, also, while uh, Paris is Burning is on Netflix, watch it because that's our next movie.
0: Yeah, uh, that is currently on Netflix, and that is what we'll be reviewing next well technically we've already reviewed it and recorded it but that'll be the next episode that we release (laughs) um but yeah you can find us online we are on twitter and instagram now at iwitwt we are on facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash iwitwt uh we're on all major platforms for i no actually iTunes may not exist by the time this episode comes out anymore because they're shutting it down. So mm-hmm. um, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, whatever Apple decides to do with their music, with thing their will probably be on that too. Yeah,
4: whatever uh, if, their new thing yeah, is. if that has DVD a rate terrible and
0: review thing, yeah, <laughs> if that has a rating review thing on it uh, on any of those platforms, go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, send us a tweet. Let us know how we're doing. If you got a movie that you want us to watch, let us know that too. And we are individually online. I am
2: at Cathartic I am at Colin Munch.
3: I'm on Twitter at at tweet Steffi and on Instagram at insta Steffy B. There we
1: go. And I'm a hermit. There we go. You All can right. if you want to talk to Tara, two. talk to us. Why I am
3: too. So hit me up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, also, keep your eyes out. Um, I've been working on our website recently, so we should be having that up soon. Hopefully, I'll just be able to get iwytwt as the domain. I don't think it should be that difficult to do. Um, yeah, I've been working on like a Patreon, so keep your eyes out for that. Um, yeah, and just keep an eye on us. Keep your ear to the ground, cause we got we got things coming. I'm working on some stuff. And have a good day. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye. Bye.